Welcome back to the After Crossbow podcast. Round of 16 is now complete, and my God, did that not disappoint. Uh, I mean, it was about damn time. Il Europe for the last few fixtures, admittedly, but then yesterday. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> did we get delivered the best present that we could ask for from this tournament? Exactly. I mean, literally all of the talking points could have just been off yesterday's two games alone. Even before the game even happened. <laughs> mm, I mean, should we just talk about the big one then? Portugal, Switzerland, Ronaldo. Oh, was that the big one? Bench. Was that the big one yesterday? <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about that guy. Yeah, I'll give myself a bit of time to mock him. You want to, uh, see, you want to see talk about Ronaldo? Go and watch Talk TV. They need the viewers. Exactly. I mean, we can uh, also use the viewers for uh, our YouTube videos. So make sure you search us off the crossbar podcast on YouTube. It's just a full podcast. It's what they're listening to right now. <laughs> exactly. We, Morocco beating Spain on penalties 3-0. I mean, Spain really are the biggest fucking frauds there is, isn't there? Aren't they? You just don't get them. Yeah, you just can't get them. They mm. are... The most confusing team in all football that plays high quality, very attacking football. Yet they, a lot of them, are still end up just not being able to deliver. Mm, I mean, it's literally excluding the Euros last year where they got to the semi-finals. Every competition post Euro 2012, they've just been shit. Yeah, I mean, look, shit is a bit of a strong one because they weren't terrible in this they had the majority of chances even if the better ones came in extra time yeah i mean they weren't overly bad until it got to the penalty shooter but i mean you can't try and win a game against any opposition when you're attacking free is danny almo marco asensio and ferran torres like come on but see, i i counter that with the same lineup against Costa Rica and this, yeah, is, that's this is the difference. This, this is the difference between Spain against a highly organised that will not back down against them and they mm. just let them do what they want. Yeah, I mean, like, no disrespect to Costa Rica, but their levelling quality is much, much different to Morocco and then say if Spain were to play it, obviously they played Germany in their group, a different level of opposition. You can't be in a knockout 16 game. I'm sorry, but you can't be having them free up top. No, None I, of I, them. I feel like the way, the, the, the way that this tournament has gone, how did Alvaro Morata not start? Mm-hmm. They look better in terms of having chances when he's on the pitch. Yeah, you can, he seems to be able to Alvaro Morata as a player. But he seems to make them play just better. Mm-hmm. 100%. And it just confuses me as to why uh, Luis Enrique just made them decisions. Like, it's, it's so, so baffling playing Marco Asensio mm-hmm. that far forward. Like, he's never played in that position at Real Madrid. He's played out it's, wide very yeah. rarely for Real Madrid. But he's mainly more. You think it would have been Ferran Torres or doing through the middle? Mm-hmm. Which would have made a bit more sense, but it, it yeah. really baffled me when I saw that lineup and them three up front. 
And that's when, like, when the team news came out and I saw them free with their track and their, I was, I had feeling then that uh, Spain weren't going to win this. Mm. The more it went on, it was like, there's only so many times you could just go with plan A and just pass, 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 pass. Mm. Oh, is a good shooting opportunity. No, pass. <laughs> but it's not like, like they were passing in an, in an attacking sense. They were passing was, sidewards. It was like watching Man City. Mm. Before early, pre early Harland, Man City. Yeah, you can't say this season. But it's just, it's so, so confusing. Like you say, no matter what you think of Alvaro Morata and all the memes that have happened over him, he still knows how to put the ball in the back of the net, whether it be offside a million and one times or score a million and one times. He knows what to do. And to have him on the bench, as well as um, the likes of Ansu Fati, Alejandro. Uh, Baldy, who can play in a further forward position, it's to me is just baffling. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was just a bit weird. I saw it was the stat that came up. I think it was the middle of extra time. Kept, Morocco had done like two hundred passes, and Spain had eight hundred. <laughs> it was like, yeah, how have you done that many passes and created fuck all? Yeah, it really is just crazy. Not good, I mean, and. It, this hasn't gone down well in Spain, as you can imagine. Oh, 100%. It I wouldn't say the Altair and Gator clips, but I'm sure they're amazing. Mm. And then it, it, it gets to the penalty. The great Go fiasco on. I've seen somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Does that end big... with Enrique's tenure? Yeah, 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 no, yeah. I feel like it has to, doesn't it? Yeah. But then the question is who do they get in? That is the question, yeah. It's like who, who is available, and who would want it right now? Who could fit what Spain have just implemented now over all these years? Well, no, yeah, you I mean, could stay away from Unai fucking Emery. All right, <laughs> he's our manager. <laughs> he's taking us to the Champions League. And then you think though of some of their players in this team, and how much does he want to be thinking of? Uh, the Euros in two years' time and then the next World Cup in 2026 because Alvaro Morata is 30 years old. You've got, obviously, Sergio Busquets, who's getting on. Uh, Jordi Alba, as well, is 33. Like, you've got to be starting to do a bit of changing of some of the old guard and uh, the Which I feel like they tried to do defensively for this tournament. They left PK and Ramos. But, um, rightly so. Maybe not Ramos. I feel like they could have actually done with him. Just for a bit yeah. of that extra experience and leadership. Because they, they left themselves with Rodri and Laporte as the defence. Laporte, yes, you could accept. Rodri. Put Rodri yeah, in your yeah. midfield. Get rid of Busquets. Put Rodri in the middle of the midfield with Pedro and Gavi. Yeah, like I know Pep Guardiola has done some crazy things. Like, if you remember a couple of years back playing Fernandinho in defence, he's never played fucking Rodri in defence. Pep Guardiola has been left with one fit centre back at least one time a season, and still he's never put Rodri in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking that hell puts Rodri as centre back. It was baffling, but it always worked, except for the Japan game when it didn't. Oh yeah. <laughs> Things putting Rodri, one of the best holding midfielders in the world at this minute in time, as centre half. Just no, 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 lad, you're, you, we need you to stay, to stay back a little bit more. Uh, 
and then can we get on to the penalties itself though? Uh, yeah speaking of buskets jesus christ oh, oh they, they watched japan yesterday and went hold my cerveza i thought he's gonna say sangria <laughs> Yeah, that, that, I was trying to think, mm, can I make this better? Hold by San Miguel instead. <laughs> oh my god, they were bad penalties. That's horrific. What is and it? the fact that, that apparently there was a report... Yeah, carry on. That they've apparently sent them homework to practice penalties pre-tournament and during the tournament. So One they've apparently talked like a thousand penalties. Said. Yeah. <laughs> like, and this all bullshit. <laughs> You can't tell me they're practicing to take it as slowly as possible. Mm. What is the, I can't keep saying this. I don't know they're not really listening to us. But just take this with any single football pundit that is telling them. Just hit the thing. Yeah. Don't, don't take t- your stupid run up. Like, yeah. Stop trying to fool the keeper. If he goes the right way, he goes the right way. But at least you've hit it hard enough to try it. And put it in. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. You see these stupid run-ups now. Just fucking Oriel. Place the ball down. Do your run-up. And then blast it. I forgot who it was who said it was either the Japan penalties or the Spain penalties. But the co-commentator, whoever it was, said, they look nice, but when you miss them, you look like an absolute fool. (laughs) Yeah. Which is honestly right. Yeah. I'd rather miss but, having tried to do a very good penalty than miss one trying to be clever and looking like an idiot. Yeah, doing a six million yard run up, doing tri- a trillion steps, and then just for it to be one of the worst penalties ever taken. You're like, what? Just take mm. three steps back, run onto it, place it past the keeper. And also for players that have supposedly taken 100, like, 100 million penalties. Mm. <laughs> They couldn't have looked more nervous. Sarabia, yeah. his face—I knew he was missing the second he took it. Yeah, but also, can we? Like, what on earth was that choice? Sarabia first, Carlos Soler second, Busquets third. Yeah, I thought that was odd, but it's this thing. Well, like, bring... stepping up. Why do the substitutes always take the penalties? Mm-hmm. Is it if just you... down to having fr- supposedly fresher legs, even though they've not been on the pitch long enough to get used to it? Well, uh, Carlos Soler had been because he he'd been bought on in the sixty third minute. Where Sarabia, one hundred and eighteen minutes, he's going to be warmed up and ready. Yeah, Sarabia's too, still disheartened after hitting the post. Mm. But why is, you bring on Morata at the same time as Carlos Soler, and Morata doesn't take your first penalty? Yeah, there's this thing where you have to leave them to last just to be sure. It's like no, just get them out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you want the goals. You want your 100% certainties to take the first two so that mm. if it comes to fourth or fifth penalty, you're not relying on them to send you through. Otherwise, it could be done yeah. by the time it gets to them. Because if Marata was fourth or fifth, it doesn't matter. Because you didn't get to see him because of uh, Hakimi. Yeah. And I feel we have to now start praising Morocco in this. Yeah. <laughs> Yasin Bonner. Round of applause for that man. The man known as Bonner. <laughs> yeah. I'm not his, even gonna... his goalkeeping certainly wasn't bad. I knew he's going to get a U2 song in there. And I was trying oh, to how cost... could I not? 
I'm, I was just reeling from my head. Uh, can I think of you two songs? Can I think of you two songs? I was like, oh God, he's going to do it himself. Yeah, uh, fantastic performance from Morocco and Bono himself. Absolutely brilliant. Do you know what's funny as well? What? I've seen him linked to Villa. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> it's like, I want Bono as my backup. <laughs> uh, absolutely brilliant. Could you keep a Yassin Bono? Villa would actually win a trophy at that rate. Mm. He's not the only player we've been randomly linked with. I'll get more on that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. But yeah, I mean, for all we slated uh, Sofian Bifali <laughs> the last podcast, yeah, he actually did God, pretty he's... well. This man sent, who was he? Was it Lorenzo back to Spain with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Maybe he listened to us slate him in the last podcast and he thought, right. I don't, he was on one in this one. <laughs> we'll, he'll show us to uh, how to play football. And he was actually better than Hakim Ziyech. I don't know, Ziyech, like, for all the times that you just see him just walking, he does seem to offer some of it. Maybe he doesn't fit Chelsea. But you mm. put him in another team where he's probably the main guy. He'll be quality. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise wouldn't me. Wouldn't have him at Villa, though, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> our our sides are a little bit higher. Yes. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, though, with Ziyech, if January or this summer he does leave Chelsea. Yeah. No, it feels like that was set. He's not even getting played under Grand Potter either. Mm. Uh, Hakimi's penalty, though, Penenka, and then doing... Balls. Balls. And then doing the waddle celebration as well. Absolutely oh. 10 out of 10. Love you. Like, to be fair, if you're going to do it, you do it for the last penalty, or sorry, the winning penalty, where you've got at least a two-goal cushion. If I miss, mm-hmm. I miss. <laughs> yeah. A little of a fall, but yeah. The next goal is Yeah, it's still pressure on uh, Spain then, even if I miss. Because they yeah. still would have had to score. Yeah, but fantastic. Spain in penalty shootouts now, that's four penalty shootouts they've gone out by, which is a new uh, World Cup record. I I swear I have never seen them win a penalty shootout. No. They just don't win them at all. No, they're worse than England. They're definitely England's land on penalties. Spain are much, much worse. Yeah, 100%. They're just... So, so bad. And right. it's going to be a very interesting couple of years. They're definitely now into their transition year where we'll see the likes of Busquets, Ramos, PK, obviously, is retired from football, Jordi Alba. And then it wouldn't surprise me within the next few weeks if we see the news that Luis Enrique has left the club, uh, left the club, left the national team set up. Yeah, I was checking a lot of the Spanish media reaction and a lot of the, the main word coming up is boring. Yeah. Um, but Morocco, I'm excited to see what they can do in their quarterfinal tie against Goncalo Ramos's Portugal. <laughs> Ramos's Portugal. My God, what a player he is. Jesus Christ. How many games was that for Portugal? Was it like his second game, was it? Because I know he'd only made his... They said he'd only made his... Debut for Portugal like the month before. He made his debut September of this year. That's yeah, nuts. Yeah, comes in and star is born. Scores the first hat trick of the tournament as well. Yep. 
right. And with um, that, he could be the only guy this tournament say he gets to keep the match ball. It's just phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, and that... he's a football manager prodigy because I always try and sign him. Uh, of course, football he's... manager. Like, oh, he scores the goals. You can guarantee someone else won't be playing ever again. Try to yeah, Christian. <laughs> yeah. All the limelight on him before the game. He's been badged. Ah, good. <laughs> Everyone's going, oh no, what are Portugal going to be like? I was going, oh god, they're going to fucking thrash them now. Yeah, a forward three of Bruno Fernandes, João Felix, and Goncalo Ramos. Yeah, that's a problem for any nation. That is a problem, and I genuinely think they got a chance of winning this whole tournament if they play like that. Yeah, like it's such silky football. They looked absolutely mm. fantastic. Mm. And it was odd, to be honest. I think. Mean, I expected Switzerland to be a bit more like Morocco and just sit back and soak it all up. And they weren't that at all. Yeah, they were really poor. Mm, that was I, one of the worst like Switzerland performances I've seen. Yeah, I just... I wasn't expecting that from them. Like, you we we didn't we say, expect extra time on penalties. This is going to be a bore fest. Mm. Just... Which is exactly why it ended 6-1. Yes. But then again, we didn't expect Fernando Santos to drop Ronaldo to the bench and put in Goncalo Ramos, though. Let's be honest. Uh, and yet, for all the things that get said about Fernando Santos, he absolutely deserves credit for having the nerve to make that decision. Mm. But he's, he's pretty he's justified. Bi- he's finally become the last person, other than Piers Morgan, to actually stand up to Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. But is this... Not... Yeah, I, should, you, going forth, you can't actually be starting... <clears throat> Oh, Christ, no. If he starts in the quarterfinal, then what was the point? Mm. It's absolutely mental. Just because it's Morocco. Like, you shouldn't be looking at Morocco and taking that lightly. They'll do no, what Switzerland just... should have done. They'll sit back, soak it up and hit you on the break. I mean, you just look back a couple of hours <laughs> and see what they did to Spain. And that exactly. should be all you need to know, that you don't start Ronaldo, you keep Ramos in the starting eleven. Yeah, they'll happily take you to penalties and Yasin Bono will yet again try and embarrass you. Mm. But yeah, um, made some absolutely big decisions because obviously it wasn't just Ronaldo that got dreamt, dropped to the bench. Also, uh, João Cancelo dropped down to the bench that as one well. I was, that one I was surprised by. Yeah, I thought he had done well this tournament and I wasn't expecting to see uh, Diogo Dalo play. But... but then again, Diogo Dalo looked pretty good yeah I think I, I think he's had a bit of a rejuvenation this season mm. at, even at United right there's a it's lot of rumors like and... you need an actual proper manager who can work very well with players to make them seem good Marcus Rashford is another case yeah <clears throat> and Eric Ten Hag seems to be doing that perfectly at this minute in time Jane Sanchez going backwards though but I <laughs> not him but yeah, if you follow Manchester United news, obviously I know you don't. He hasn't joined up with the team in Spain, so we can solely concentrate on doing stuff individually better. Because I know he's been with a couple of coaches over in the Netherlands uh, that Ten Hag knows. Uh, I don't know whether it's like one or two Man United coaches have also gone with him, but he's working on his individual stuff. So when it comes to playing in the league again, he knows and he's more. 
uh, acclimatized to this stuff so it's really interesting to see this type of thing happen um but portugal and that forward three i think has to start going forward in the rest of the tournament no matter whether they only get to this quarterfinal game or if they could go all the way to the final i don't see how barring an injury you don't change that front three yeah but even with that front three you're thinking if an injury comes in surely you don't go with Ronaldo. You've got to go with the guy who keeps delivering when he comes off the bench in Rafaela, who looks quality. Yeah, oh my God. Like, Ace and Milano are going to be struggling to keep him over the next 12 months. (laughs) That's what they're thinking. They're rolling out the Benjamins. Yeah. They either know they're going to keep him tied down to a nice big contract, or they're going to rake in the money for him and it's going to be absolutely if, if i'm rafaleo stay the hell away from chelsea <laughs> oh yeah i go nowhere near chelsea if i'm him not I'm suited saying... to him whatsoever no i'd either i still don't think they are no i'd stay in milan if chelsea was the only club mm. that came yeah. after me but you know they're not you're going to see the likes of man united linked with him possibly arsenal now that yeah, uh gabby jesus I don't know. It's a bit Arsenal could be an interesting one with the Jesus injury. Hmm. I mean, what did I say though? Um, when we came back doing this podcast, Arsenal. Why I don't see them as title challengers just yet is because they haven't had a big injury to one of their key players. Hmm. And lo-, lo and behold, Gabby Jesus is now out for three hmm. months. Yeah. If they're smart, they're now actively looking for a strong enough replacement for the short term. But from what I've seen, like, reports. There's wise, enough fires out there. Mm, Reports-wise, though, what I've seen is they're not going to actually look for a replacement for him. Then they're handing the title to Man City. Mm. You got to trust Eddie and Kitty. And Reese Nelson step up. Hey, Reese Nelson scored in <laughs> the game that he came. Back, I mean, he's so. done okay, but I, he's not the guy I'm expecting to be scoring week in, week out, and making a difference to keep them in the title challenge. Um, but yeah, Portugal looked absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and another team that looked great on Monday, Brazil. They were allowed to look great. South Korea just thought, screw this. <laughs> Attack them. Yeah. And that proved to be Paulo Bento's last game in charge of South Korea as he stepped down uh, afterwards. I think secretly he was quite happy. Yeah. He's been for the ringer of this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> the moment of this tournament I'll stick out my head was him being in the stands and getting told to sit down by the fan behind him. Was he told to do that? Because it didn't seem that to me. It was told, can you start talking really loudly? That's I what know, I thought. It was going, oh, you put your hands down, he was like, calm down. I was like, oh, bro, I'm the manager. <laughs> but at the same time, he was standing at that time. So he was like, can you sit down? He was doing what I would do at the villa, just sit, like, the chair's upright, but sit on the top You're of the You perched on it. Yeah. yeah, he perched on the chair. He wasn't even in the way. No. Uh, obviously, Brazil were able to welcome back Neymar to the start and 11, managed to get a goal. But yeah, Brazil mm. just looked absolutely phenomenal in this game. Yeah, enough about Neymar. R9 is in the building, Richarlison. <laughs> My God, <laughs> this guy. He suddenly seems grateful, Brazil. Like, he has that one interview with uh, R9, the, means the original real Ronaldo, <laughs> and he, he and now he has turned into El Phenomenal. Like, 
you know, Richarlison is reaping the rewards of being surrounded by quality players. Mm. Shame he's at Tottenham. <laughs> I put that down to the soul of football at Tottenham. That's the only reason I think he'd be struggling there. Yeah. And the fact and that, that he's been injured. Get in front. And you've got to be fighting Harry Kane for your position up front. Yeah, true. But I'm afraid we have to lower the mood now because there were some horrific scenes in this game. But it was marred by horrific scenes of celebration. Oh, disgusting celebration. Disgusting. Honestly, how dare they? Like, have some mm. respect. Do they not know how this game works? Do they not know this is the Premier League? You don't do this in England. Exactly. Oh, no, wait, it's the World Cup. Oh, and this Brazil are known for samba dancing their whole yeah, legit, lives. Fuck mm. me, the, the day after. And I, I just knew it because it's it's at the injury and it, it's just so backwards. They love to have a go at people for the most normal of stuff. Mm. Let Richarlison right. do a little pigeon dance, if anything. That's more respectable to England. Exactly. There's enough bloody pigeons over here. He will feel like he's at home. Admittedly, maybe I was slightly drifting towards it after they they'd done the group one, but then they'd all do their individual ones like five minutes later. <laughs> it's like, right, yeah, let's, come on, come on. Fucking, yeah, it's not you get, bloody. It's gonna be twenty minutes around. It's the way you're going. Hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ, let's come on. You know, have you not been paying attention to the rest of the World Cup? We've been adding six million years worth of added time. Like fucking out, let's celebrate, do your little dance. You can do the main dance at full time once you're already through. Yeah, but hey, they deserved it because they were great in this and they're probably just edging it as the favourites right now. And you look at the run to the final, it's there, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously come up against Croatia Friday, then in the semis they'll face the winner of Argentina versus Netherlands. I'd like, oh, which is... Which... My wall chart says differently because for some reason it's the opposite. No, I'm looking at it now. No, my wall chart, stupid 4-4-2 wall chart, is saying that the winner of Brazil-Croatia would actually play the winner of Portugal and Morocco. Nope, that would be the England. It's stupid bastards. No, it isn't. Mm, Don't worry. I can't. It's ruined my whole wall chart. It's screwed. It's ruined it. It's absolutely ruined 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 it. it. Nice. What was Cheers, that son's crying. I, I don't even know, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Right, let, anyway, let's carry on with the uh, roundup. Japan versus Croatia. Uh, heartbreaking. Is it? Because they've only yeah, got Yeah, because I thought I wanted Japan to go through. To learn how to take penalties. Yeah, that, that was penalties it. As well. I was heartbroken for them, and then their penalties happened. Mm. Like, it's not even like Dominic Livkovic had much to do. He was just, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'll just dive. It was easy no, for he's, him. Like, yeah, tall goalkeeper, but it's like he was straight at you. Mm. <laughs> straight at you, mate. It's one of them where I feel like it shoved me in goal, and I would have saved them penalties. No, steady on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, he is a bit sad to see their run come to an end because everyone has that nice feel-good factor about them. Uh, but they gave it a go every time they played. I was rooting for them. My Ada was 
probably the best player in the whole game, running all over the place. Mm. I mean, where's he at now? Celtic. Let me see. He doesn't play regularly, though, and he gets criticised a bit by the manager because he doesn't do that. <laughs> what, so what does he do these? Uh, be very interesting to see if this World Cup performance has put in a good move for him away from Celtic. Like, you'd like to think there's quite a few players that have stood out and will get a few moves. I forgot to say with Morocco, um, Amrabat, he's getting a Prem move if they want him. Back to the Prem. He, he was at Watford, weren't he? He was he's that guy. Yeah, no. Did he go to QPR? Was it QPR? Yeah, they keep calling. They call him Sofia Namrabat, but is it Nordi Namrabat? It's the same guy, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, if it is the same guy, then yeah, get him back in the prep. I don't know who he'd be best suited. Like, admittedly, love him at Villa. I mm. don't know where he fits in there. Admittedly, our midfield too is pretty solid. For now. But Douglas Lewis is going nowhere. He signed his long-term contract, so... Mm. And Kamara's only going to come into his own, so... I we did even talk about that transfer rumour, I've just realised. Oh, oh, yeah. ignored the hilarious transfer. <laughs> Back to Portugal. <sighs> because João Felix put in such an amazing performance that he has impressed the, the board at Aston Villa. <laughs> How is this a rumour? How is this a thing? I don't even know where to... No, like I want to be. Oh my god, this is amazing! We're gonna get Champions League, but there's no chance. No, God no. I mean, as much as I respect the Villa and everything they've done recently, they're not gonna be considering the rumours that oh, that Atletico want to recoup as much money as they spent on him, which was a hundred and. 20 million euros, if I remember correctly, back in 2019, was it? Yeah, he was 100 million euros, wasn't it? 100 million to 120 he before the world we record transfer. That. Was he the world record transfer for a little while? No, because that was post Neymar. Was it post Neymar? Ah, okay. Yeah, you moved post Neymar because Neymar's been at PSG amazingly like five years now. Yeah, that's weird. But uh, yeah, no. No chance. <laughs> no yeah. chance. As much as I would love it, because he'd make an excellent backup to Leon Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, though, Danny Ings and Jao Felix sharing the same locker room? Genuinely, because Jao Felix can sort of play as a second striker, we don't even have to play a striker. You know, I'd say our, mm. front, for our front two could genuinely be Jao Felix and Leon Bailey. <laughs> Doesn't eat what happens. Every word there behind. And Jacob Ramsey as well. <laughs> what a team. <laughs> uh, anyway, enough about potential career mode crazy stuff. Let's get back it to did, the It didn't cool. help that Bloody Villa Twitter was all these Joe Felix compilations. There's like, oh, get him in my team. Let's be honest. If, he, if he's not wanted at Atletico Madrid, why on earth would he go to Aston Villa? Like, could you imagine that transition from Madrid yeah, guaranteed to Birmingham? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, uh, back to the football, on to uh, the fixtures now that took place on Sunday. And England looked really, really dominant against Senegal. Yeah, I don't know, don't know how dare we like start fearing about England. It's coming home. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's in the air. All right, Phil Collins. 
Uh, I'm pessimistic still, but um, yeah, Ford's fantastic. Thoughts on the Free Lions new song? Have you heard it? No, I haven't. You've really not heard it, man. Yeah. It's one of them where I, I saw, I heard about it, and I was like, mm, I'm not going to listen to it. It feels quite cringe. No, it's okay. It's it's not the original, but it's all right. Good gets a good women's football mention in it. I know you like that one. I mean, they fucking finally have to as the women have done better than the men. Yeah, so. 28, 28 weeks of hurt if we include the women's game. Yes. Um, anyway, 3 0 win. Kane, Saka, Henderson with the goals. Great performance from Jordan Henderson and Jude Bellingham in that midfield. We we said it was a good performance, but it looked ropey for those first forty minutes. Senegal yeah. <laughs> were having all the chances. Yeah, they definitely looked to the stronger side for them. For us, Harry Maguire was slowly morphing into what we know him as. Mm-hmm. But then upstep Jude Bellingham, this man well, Birmingham is Birmingham lad, Starbridge. Close, not technically one of us, but <laughs> he's close. Yeah, it's still classed. Anyone from outside of Birmingham is classing Stourbridge as Birmingham, let's be honest. Yeah, the blue nose prick is a, is a pretty good player, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, I don't need to be that harsh. I know he's a blue nose and you're a villain, but he's a good player. Like. So I have to take the Jack Grealish approach. If you saw that interview, yeah, he's a very good player, but he's got his weaknesses. You know, he's a blue nose. <laughs> yes. Can't have it all. <laughs> that was that was brilliant from Bellingham. But yeah, you just know um... those two have great banter between each other. Yes. Although I still can't get over Jack Grealish's one when he said England were a different slice of vegetable. And did, did you say he, he said sliced bread in another one? Yeah, <laughs> this guy. Fucking hell, Jack. Get your sayings right, for fuck's sake. It's not that hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think after England scored that first goal, Senegal really didn't offer that much of a threat. No, the game was pretty much there for England at that point. Again, Jude yeah, Bellingham, ten- it was an even better run. Yeah. So then, but who was it that then put the ball through to Kane? Uh, Phil say Phil Foden. Again, starting in his quality. Yep. Even if maybe he was slightly anonymous for a lot of this. Mm. But gets the two assists for the mm. second and third goal, as he said, for Kaya Saka as well. Exactly. Uh, and all good performance, and it uh, sets up a very, very interesting quarter-final tie against France after they uh, beat Poland 3-1, Kylian Mbappe scoring twice and Olivier Giroud now becoming the all-time men's uh, French leading goal scorer because he's yeah. still for about a massive year. way. For about a year or two until Mbappe comes along and takes it. Yeah. Uh, like it's inevitable. I'm telling you, Mbappe, I've said this, I think, he's going to be the all-time World Cup goal leading World Cup goal scorer by Maybe the next one, the way he's going. Yeah. Mm, he's got 20 goals in 43 games for France. If, if I'm going to go for the Ennio Luco analogy, that's almost a goal a game. I mean, yes, that was a slip of the Unfortunate, tongue. Unfortunate, but the pile on afterwards was just horrific. I felt for in that moment. Mm. You know, if a male commentator or pundit said that, they wouldn't have got the same slam. Like, do any of you watch Soccer Saturday weekly? Exactly. All versions <laughs> of it every week. Yes. 
fucking get him trying to pronounce some players' names. Fucking hell, players. Who'd think he'd been on the beers the night before? Oh, yeah, but sure, but because he can't pronounce Haaland correctly. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, France totally dominated this game. Doesn't really surprise me because you look at that Poland team and... Yeah, Poland just... didn't even try. It felt like... No. It wasn't like Morocco in, oh, we're going to count them afterwards. They didn't yeah. do that enough. And so cool for Matty Cash uh, being able to deal with Mbappe. Was that they, you saying? The shut up. He, I think he did pretty well in moments. Did you not see him like, beat him for pace at one point? Yeah. Just about, though, I will add. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get back in. It doesn't matter what happened. Matty Cash has had the best World Cup of anyone. He has ended the tournament with... Messi's shirt, Mbappe's shirt, and a photo of Ronaldinho on a beach somewhere in Dubai. What a World Cup. Shame he didn't come home with a trophy, though. <laughs> no, his, his reward is straight back to training with the Villa team because he's already with them in Dubai. <laughs> uh, I feel for the lad. Not the fact that he doesn't and have a break. It doesn't look like he he's actually like, involved in all the actual physical stuff, though. It looks like he's still enjoying the break. I just saw the picture of him of all the players. Yeah, it's probably one of them where for this next like week and a bit before league action resumes, he'll just be like taking like training sessions and all yeah. that, and then. And I, say, I think yeah, I think he's had a good tournament. To be honest, yeah, he, he hasn't actually been that uh, bad. Fifty billion pounds what? in the summer. To where? Like, hey, Atletico were leagues, remember? Yeah. Swap deal for João Felix? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you 50 million and Matty Cash. Call that evens. Yeah. That adds up to 100. Getting, yeah, you're getting cash on cash. Dare <laughs> uh, we say it what could be... <laughs> that, that's really tickled you that that's that's yeah that's one of your better ones out fair play uh, are we set for um a france brazil final though do you think it's getting there or if not the fabled messi ronaldo final uh, i mean i don't see that being the final it would be unlikely it is potential that's like the uh, the one you'd expect if it wasn't Brazil France. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Argentina, beat Australia two one with Messi just about. and Julio. Yeah. Just about, not for my goalkeeper. <laughs> and let's also say Lisandro Martin is putting a good performance yeah, when cr- he came on. It's always like he actually does offer a little bit more than Otamendi. And he's actually a good defender. It's funny. Like commentators talking about Romero. Like, oh, I don't know if Romero should be in this squad. That's thirty-nine-year-old Otamendi's playing. Yeah, I know he's thirty-four, but he looks about thirty-nine, maybe even older. Oh yeah, he looks so so old. But yeah, when you've got Lisandro Martin at the like, imagine Mbappe running at him. He'll be sent into a retirement home after that. But yeah, um, good performance from like Martinez. Cody, good enough for saying Cody Gakpo up against him. Oh, I'm excited for that. I know you are. <laughs> but yeah, um, just about beating Australia 2-1 in the end. 
Fair play to Australia, I have to say. They yeah. gave it a go, looked okay. Could have nicked it, sent it to extra time at the end. Definitely wasn't uh, as easy as many people probably thought it was going to be. Mm. But it also has to be mentioned, Lionel Messi was probably playing his best game of the whole tournament. Oh, yeah. He was, he was cooking. In he was cooking. Yeah. But I feel like that's his way in major tournaments. He takes a while to build up, and then he has that one game where he's absolutely phenomenal. And he can now say he is, out of the two, only him has scored in a knockout stage. Yep. Ronaldo's uh, too busy warming the bench. He's too busy walking offside, like five yards. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Well, yeah, good win for us, um, Argentina. And like you said, they've set up a quarter-final tie with the Netherlands after they beat uh, the US 3-1. I think that was comfortable. Really comfortable. Yeah. That was the best Netherlands ever looked. A hundred percent. And I'm yeah, also all here for Louis van Gaal afterwards, just de- denouncing any other nation. Like Brazil, yeah, they're just a counter-attack team. Yeah. I'd <laughs> say that oh. uh, when Messi's not on the ball, they look awful. <laughs> yeah. Come at England, Louis. Like, where's your England comments? Oh, no, England are good. <laughs> yes. Uh, great game for Denzel Dumfries as well. Two assists and a goal. I mean, he, again, he's another one that's been linked with. Uh, Criminal for the USA, though, just to leave him open all that. Yeah, I mean, come on, lads. You've got to do better there. Um, it's like, to put this in American terms, it's like leaving the wide receiver open where the quarterback yeah. just hasn't spotted him. Exactly. Great reference there. <laughs> no one's going to look at it. <laughs> But what did it tell you when we recorded earlier on this week? They were going to lose because of Charles Barkley's guarantee. Yeah, what happens? They they, lose. Yeah, they got battered. Yes, it just outperformed in all aspects of the game, and it was a comfortable three-one victory in the end for uh, the Netherlands. So, looking ahead to the quarterfinal ties, they are on Friday. So we start off with Croatia versus Brazil at three p.m then followed by that Netherlands versus Argentina tie. And then on Saturday, Morocco-Portugal is your first game, and then England play in France in the evening. I think we know what we want from this the most. That is, well, you may don't, but I need to see Brazil versus Argentina. In the quarters, yeah. The semi-series, the semi-series. Semi, sorry, yeah. That is as a... The Dutch, I really want to see Argentina versus Brazil in the semi-final. Mm. And I don't think they've met a World Cup before. The, the game already has enough stakes when it's not being played at a World Cup. Imagine it in the semi-final. Yeah. There may be someone out there that knows the full stats on that. But, uh, I yeah. can't recall them ever playing each other at a World Cup. No, I can't. I was thinking off the top of my head, I don't remember any of the times that they faced each other. Uh, but that could be uh, good. And then I think England-France, all eyes going to be on it this weekend. should be a fantastic game. The way I'd like to see oh, England is if you can handle Mbappe, then you've given yourself a big chance. Yeah. Although we need but to stop typing Kyle Walker as the man who's going to stop him, though, because I don't know what Kyle Walker they've all been watching. <laughs> yeah. 
Decent player. Is just not that guy. But Mbappe is going to kill him. Yes. He needs to speak to Aaron Wambaseka beforehand <laughs> as to how he <laughs> dealt with him in that night in Paris. Because actually, Wambaseka pocketed Mbappe that game. <laughs> Should have called Wambaseka off. Switched nationalities. Well, you know, if he, he wouldn't have had to if he got called off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm really looking forward to that game uh, mm-hmm. on Saturday. And it would, I think if they England win that, it would then prove to me that they are the real deal. And, yeah. and <clears> maybe <throat> the chance never had been better given Portugal or Morocco. Yeah. Um, but that way the Portugal played does scare me a little bit more than France. <laughs> Just a tad more. Or... It feels like they're more complete. Yeah. Well, with France, you think it's too heavily reliant on Mbappe and uh, Giroud. Just slightly. At the minute. Just slightly, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, I feel like with Portugal, it is, like you say, a more roundedness. Uh, we will have a recap of the games on Sunday after they're all played and uh, a preview to the semi-finals, which take place on Monday and Tuesday of next week. Yeah, I know football till Friday, man. This is depressing. <laughs> Men's football. I've still got Champions League. Well, there is that, yes. Mm-hmm. But so. If they want to... Well, I've just said this before. If they want to know about women's football and maybe the Women's Champions League that is taking place, where can they go for that? Uh, it's obviously Women's Football Talk on uh, YouTube, WF Talks, or just type in Women's Football Talk on Twitter and on Instagram as well. And we'll have updates from the games taking place this evening and tomorrow. So if you're missing the men's game, you have Women's Champions League action to look forward to. It the there is always days. football everywhere. Yes. No matter what country, where you're on the world, there will always be football on. Right, that is everything uh, for this. We'll be back, obviously, like I said, to look back at the quarterfinal ties and... We are getting ever closer to the Premier League being back and a crazy January transfer window is what I'm expecting. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about these Christmas games. Not even Christmas games, the Boxing Day games. I still don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Maybe it's because I don't know which players are going to be available. Yeah, there is that. Not so much a worry in my case with Villa, but... United, you could pretend yeah, you, you should be scared that Portugal are doing good now because that's no Fernandes. Well, they don't Bruno, don't know Bruno, he'd find a way to come back still. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit worrying, but hey, nothing Kai can do about it, and it's going to be it's very, Arsenal, very Arsenal should be for Brazil get for well, yeah, I mean, they've already lost uh, Hazel, so they don't want to be losing Martinelli for a long period of time. Yeah. But, no, that, that is all. Yeah. And we shall see you later on this week. Yeah, see ya. <laughs>